Can the Fantastic Beasts franchise be saved? And is it even worth saving to begin with? We answer those questions and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. I am your host, DJ Woldridge. With me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. And we have a very special guest today because we're going to be talking about fucking goddamn Fantastic Beasts and what to do about it. Uh, and with us today is Jaina. Say hi, Jaina. Hello, everyone. I'm Jaina. So for those that might not know you from writing Hellbent with me and creating Hellbent with me uh, uh, and other other stuff you've appeared on, who are you? Well, I'm the person who made DJ who he is today. I am pretty much like his first best friend in his life and just gave him the fire. <laughs> no, he was doing great. Uh, I think if anything, he probably rubbed off on me, but we basically, um, I am your friend for yes. uh, of over 20 years. Yeah. Long time. And, uh, easily my longest friend. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think Ken is probably our, our next for both of us, but yes. I'm your friend, but, um, basically, so we've known each other for a long time. We went to church together. Um, mm-hmm. I might bring up something from that later on. Yes. I think it's relevant to this. It does pertain. And, <laughs> Yeah, there's at least one thing that pertains to this. And basically, I um, have uh, in the in the ensuing years, I came out as a trans woman, and I got uh, licensed as a counselor. And I live in uh, Portland, Oregon, and I work here as a counselor for a lot of LGBTQ people. And I follow a lot of LGBT people online and have opinions that are their opinions and are also my opinions. Yeah, well, and it's interesting too. It is when you're when you're friends for as long as we have been. It is one of those things. Where it's like, who did this start with? Jaina? Did this start with? D- At this point, who's to say? It's just <laughs> we've just been in each other's lives for so long. It's just it is it's, it is what it is. We've we, there's no way we haven't had an incredible impact on each other. And mm-hmm. and I'm uh, thankful to have you here for this yeah, discussion because be I've I've been I've been kind of candid on the show that I wasn't quite sure how to talk about these movies um mm-hmm. other than the, uh, i don't particularly like them all that much uh beyond any of the moral conundrum I, these aren't these aren't my favorite movies but we're going to be getting into that uh this is of course is the show where we talk about movies tv shows and comic books um roxy how are you doing today mm, i my tea is at a really good temperature so i feel like whenever you have mm. one of those days it's going to be a success yeah, I always feel like because I'm not a tea person, I'm not a coffee person, and I feel like when everybody hands me like, "Hey, here, this is good," and it's always way too hot for me because my mouth isn't prepared for it. You have about a four second window, okay, where it's not too hot, not too cold, <laughs> and then it's chug season. You Great, know? sounds like a chore, but okay, good. I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad your tea is is at a good temperature. For those that are just joining us for the first time, uh, uh, wild, uh, that that would be the case. Uh, you, of course, can wild. listen to, yeah, <laughs> we're at 300 episodes. So that's crazy. Um, but thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, of course, you can give us five-star reviews on iTunes, please. And thank you. Please subscribe. Please share with your friends. Uh, if you're on um, Spotify, we ask a question every week. Uh, last week's question was, who is your favorite video game mascot? Uh, Stormy Wood said, um, I would go with Yoshi. Does the dog from Dog Hunt count because that dog was a jerk? When you missed, uh, my knowledge of video games is very limited. I am of the opinion that if they've shown up in Super Smash Brothers, they count as a mascot. Uh, Jaina, do you have a favorite video game mascot? Yeah, you know, Yoshi is actually a really good choice. Um, I'm I'm already thinking, I'm like, is there a better one than that? Um I, like I think Diddy Kong's too. great as well. Mm-hmm. Diddy Kong's really nice. Diddy Kong's um, good. Fun representative. And I think also uh, Samus Aran from uh, Metroid. Is another yes. Really you know, one. we had Emma on last week and she mentioned Samus. And I just played Metroid Dread. And that game gave me fucking PTSD. That game was so fucking hard and i feel like gamers when i say like it's hard they're like it's not that hard it's like oh for me it was fucking hard okay <laughs> it was a fucking pain in the ass um i also talking about yoshi i just flashed back to when jana when you and i were playing smash bros and there was a one of those challenges where you had to hit targets and i remember mm-hmm. i did yoshis in the most complicated way possible and you were like well you could just you, you could just hit, smash through this yes. wall and i was like yeah. oh, <laughs> you could just you could just hit this yeah. really hard fuck through the wall. <laughs> Um, story of my life, making things more complicated than they are. Um, 
Of course, also, if you love this show, and we thank you for loving it, you can go over to patreon.com slash answers for more. You can listen to Roxy and I's after show where we talk about what we're into. You can watch the show live in the video form. Um, and you can also check out uh, uh, my uh, show with Sal. Spider-Versity, where we talk about all the Spider-Man movies. And last, this last one that's out now is uh, Let There Be Carnage. We talked about Let There Be Carnage, and boy, boy, was it a journey. Um, before we get into our main discussion today about Fantastic Beasts, let's do a little bit of news. <clears throat> so, uh, for those uh, just tuning in, uh, Discovery bought Warner Brothers. What does that mean? Good fucking question. I don't fucking know. They were AT&T, and now it's Discovery, and I don't know. But apparently, um, the execs over Discovery are like, hey, let's make our DC movies Marvel. We want our DC movies to make the money that Marvel movies make as consistently. That would be nice. Um, and so I pulled a couple quotes from this article. Uh, one insider suggested that Zaslav was less interested in finding a creative guru more eager to hire someone who had the type of business background needed to keep the different factions of DC working harmoniously. Oof. Harmoniously. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, Discovery believes that several top-shelf characters such as Superman have been left to languish and need to be revitalized. I wonder what gave them that idea. Uh, they also believe that projects like Todd Phillips' Joker are a shining example of how second-build characters from DC Library, from the DC Library can be, can and should be exploited. Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn was another opportunity, though Birds of Prey uh, missed the mark. I would say Birds of Prey struggled because, you know, a pandemic, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Are we calling Joker a secondary character? They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> One I mean, of their most for sure is okay. Yeah, one of their most popular characters it has to be linked. Literally every Batman project. There's like a the Joker's going to show up in Batman comics like every every month forever into infinity. Well, I would just argue he is the only villain in all of Marvel or DC, frankly, that is a household name. Yes, I mean like Grammy I mean, Papo know who Joker is. Yeah, they don't know who Thanos is. I mean, B Lister Joker. I don't know who you're talking. <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, well, that is, what a weird way to describe your own dude, yeah, like your yeah. own star. You know, it's not like Marvel was throwing swords and was like, Joker's a B-list character. Like, mm -hmm. DC was like, yeah. our second tier character. Our second tier really? character. Listen, it's Batman and Superman and then everyone else. All the, and the rest. <laughs> that is what that did make that sound like. I, I was a little confused on all of these reports, DJ. I, I don't. I don't know whether it's just me I, to for the people, for the kids at home, for those of you guys who decided on the 300th episode to watch for the first time. Mm -hmm. I hosted a show called DC Movie News for seven years. So I felt very in the trenches with Team DC for a really long time. After coming out of the trenches, I am less involved in like the day-to-day -day little decisions that DC makes, but I'm still a massive diehard DC fan. Yeah. And I don't know what this means. I read like 15 articles on this to try to decipher what's actually going to happen here. Because other than some date shifts, which are the only tangible things that the article was talking about, and some of those date shifts had already been announced, Yeah. I don't know what y'all's plan is uh you know I, I feel like after the ezra miller of it all mm -hmm. and the rumors that they had to have an emergency ezra meeting because we don't talk about ezra <laughs> no no they were like okay now we're gonna tell the public that we are having meetings and we're gonna tell them exactly what those meetings are about yeah by not telling them at all what they're about, like whatever our actual decisions are. We're just going to kind of like float some things and again, look at them for their reactions. So it was, this was an interesting one. Yeah, it's one also the 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 Warner Brothers brass when it comes to figuring out either DC movies have as many crises as DC comics do. Like every mm -hmm. few months, it's another like, OK, all hands on deck. What are we going to do about da da da? Like, how are we going to? And Insert just, name here, Ezra Miller, J.K. Rowling, Johnny Depp, Amber yeah. Heard. I mean, there's just no, there is no shortage and we're not getting this from our other camps. Well, and not and not just that, but also like now Ben Affleck's out and Michael Keaton is in. And it's like, what do, what do we what are we what are we doing? Everybody Dare I say Zack Snyder. Yeah. I, I, well, and this was know, the thing. So the, 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 the impression is the impression I got from this is like, hey, we're going to kind of like retool, re which which again, how many times have we heard this every few months? It's like we're 
gonna we're gonna don't worry guys we've this time we've cracked it uh and uh but but my my first instinct was like you know what give the snyder fans what they want let him do one more justice league all nightmare universe and have it just have him because that's where Zack Snyder excels. You're not he's not the guy you call in to do your mainstream on brand version of these characters. He's the one that you give him if you want to just run him right into the dirt. And he and have him do Nightmare Universe, have everybody die, have Superman do a reverse Superman 2 where he reverses the polarity of planet and everybody flies off into space and suffocates and dies. And then Flash 2. And then close out the franchise? Close out that version of the franchise. We're done. Do that. You, you, you do, do your Wonder Woman 3. Do your Aquaman 3. And just kind of sh- 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 shut it down. And do then, you think that that's what they're saying? Or this is just what your suggestion is? Do, that's do my suggestion. I, I, I don't think you can completely do that despite all the problems. Because, of, because my, my thing originally, I was like, well, the only ones you need to save is you need to save Peacemaker. Oh, you just need to save Peacemaker. Keep Peacemaker safe. But then I was like, well, then Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. And then, like, the Suicide Squad movie that Peacemaker spun off of is good, too. And all that is part of that universe. Um, I just feel like it's kind of, and we're going to get into this, it's kind of my feelings on the Fantastic Beasts, Harry Potter of all. Just burn it down. Start from scratch. Just, 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 just scorched earth. Just get level the field, and let's try. Let's try again with a little uh, bit of a sturdier foundation. Um, and but then Shazam's good. I, I don't know. Um, uh, Gina, uh, you, uh, you have an adult life and have an adult job and stuff like that. You don't, you don't talk about uh, uh, superheroes for a living uh, like we do. But uh, what, do you have any uh, thoughts on all this mess? So I think my main thoughts when it comes to DC are it's it's so disappointing that they're trying to chase like Marvel's coattails yeah. when I would say that if I'm picking out individual comics that are, have been really impactful, I would pick like DC and Vertigo comics. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, you know, like there's some excellent, you know, Batman and Superman individuals. There's a lot of um, stuff in the Vertigo um, series that I really love. And it's just really disappointing that rather than focusing on those stories they're trying to just do the marvel verse yeah but like but bad because it's not original yeah like like the the imitator is always going to i think suffer unless you can bring something original to the mix which i don't think they're really trying now granted i did see the new batman um which um has a lot of inspiration from like a lot of really important comics and i think that was actually a really good step in the right direction for uh, if you're going to adapt DC properties, yeah, I think that's a really good point because, especially as you know, now that that the Marvel output, you know, that they own the Fox characters, um, and the Netflix shows are now on Disney Plus, and they've really homogenized their their entire brand. So the only outliers are the Morbiuses and the Venoms. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 really, I feel like the the limitations of obviously the marvel mcu storytelling machine has really excelled in some areas but it's it's the the clear limitations of having one set of people dictate the entire tone of a whole universe of characters and so the idea of like warner's still being like well we need to do that uh i don't right. not great. do what they're not doing <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know tell like these individual interesting stories like you know like i, I even really loved your suggestion where like yeah just like have like this really intense, you know, non like, like make everything non canon. So everything can be fun and interesting. Yeah. But Roxy, so so to your point, but you don't necessarily think that that this doesn't necessarily mean we're rebooting, retooling, rechanging anything. This is, this is just another, we're seeing unwilling to get rid of certain things, right. Kind of for the reason that you just stated, like, while um, Gal Gadot has actually deemed herself to be, slightly problematic to some people as wonder woman i find that she is just like a household hit yeah so they seem to not be willing to get rid of gal yeah they seem to not be willing to get rid of momoa they seem to not be willing to get rid of Margot. yeah that's that's pretty much the full stop list of people i feel like they're not willing to get rid of yeah and if you're unwilling to get rid of those people and I, I'm not saying they should because I think that the I think that all three of those people are fantastic. Yeah. If you're unwilling to get rid of them, you you need to get a little silly mm-hmm. because you would you would have to do you would have to go as far to do something like okay, 
we already shot with Ezra. We don't want Ezra in this movie anymore. Uh, Wally West, come save the day. Let's scrap two thirds of the movie, bring him in. Yeah. Or or Barry Allen all of a sudden is Grant Gustin. We're not even going to fucking address it. Like yeah, the, people just, have been they, saying that online. I, I don't think I they, don't think that makes sense. I, I, I don't think, think that makes Wally sense either. <laughs> I think I think if you're going to just switch out the flash this is a great chance to bring in a different flash why mm-hmm. are you going to just stay on barry allen it doesn't make sense to me but it, i think that they they seem to they want to have their cake and eat it too right yeah the the little areas that they have had success and i don't mean to say little as in it's not been a lot of success i have no idea what a billion dollars looks like um <laughs> to me that would be a lot of success but for them the 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 small what they deem to be like the areas of success that they've had they are squeezing onto for dear life yeah but then they're saying we're retooling how do you retool yeah. when your pillars are staying the same yes. yeah yes Jana. Jana, yes you Jana, yes Jana. i have a question um so I know growing up, before there was a lot of like reboots and so forth, I would hear sentiments such as like, well, Michael Keaton's the only one who could play Batman or like mm-hmm. Chris Reeves is the only one who could play Superman. And I feel like now we've seen that a bunch of people, just because not a lot of people have played Aquaman doesn't mean a lot of people couldn't. Yeah. I'm not saying we should play them. I'm just saying like, what do you, do you think that that's still a sentiment in, the, in fandom of like, no, like this is the person like, this is our guy and like we have to like stick by them. Or do you think that like people are more actually maybe more open to, to seeing different char- uh, actors play different characters? I definitely think it's the former. I definitely think people are still like, this is the only one who could do it. We have to stick with them. And I don't feel that way. Yeah, especially Snyder fans. If you even flirt with the idea of replacing a single Snyder cast member, blasphemy. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I like, I really like the Snyder cut. So I, I, I guess, but I I can't consider myself like a Snyder fan because I'm not in the group that he's talking about, but yeah, you're not one of the people yelling at people online. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm a fan of, of his cut. But I think that most people, are sitting there still thinking nobody else could play this character or like well you know we'll riot and i don't really get that sentiment because also we're not talking about i don't mean this to disrespect any of these actors but it's not like we are talking about roles that are like the once in a lifetime role where you reach inside your core and, and you know, you are Charlize Theron playing mm-hmm. Eileen and monster. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not talking about roles where it's like the, these are, the, we're not talking about these Oscar nominated roles. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to sit there and tell me that there could, that Momoa who I fucking love mm-hmm. is the only one who could play Aquaman. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. So I almost do feel like I love the movies that we got. But I wonder if DC would be better off if they weren't holding on to dear for to these characters and they were just like, you know what? Let's let's start again. Yeah. Well, and let's I think, just start again. I think to your point, to a couple of your both your points. One, I, I'm with you, Roxy. Honestly, I feel like it wouldn't be hard to be like introduce a Wally West and he doesn't even need to be in scenes that Ezra Miller's in like we could either deep fake an Ezra Miller or he's just always too late like oh no I wanted to join in and then third act Ezra Miller's running fast uh oh he dissolved like in Crisis Infinite Earths and now Wally needs to save the day you know what I mean because I do think it, and and now I feel like the the punting flash into next year makes a little bit more sense in that like yeah that's your opportunity to to clean slate a little bit like do a little bit of house cleaning um but, but it's going to cost them a lot of money. In all, in all, I understand as a business. Well, and that's the that, thing. I think that what this is is business to, to like because Roxy, you, Roxy Jane and I, you can all, you and I can all look at the receipts and be like, my guys, your your movies are making money. You know what I mean? Aquaman's making money. Shazam is making money. The Batman's making money. Like, why are you? But it's not a machine like Marvel is. It's not where like you can literally like throw something together and everybody's going to love it no matter what's going on in it, and we're good, good to go. And that's what they want. And to your point, Jana, like that's kind of disap- that's like the antithesis of art. Like that's not what art is. That's 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 manufacturing essentially. That's you know what I mean. Uh, at that point, you're making McDonald's. You know. Uh, which is what they want. That's why they're called franchises. Uh, I don't know. We're going to be talking about some other more crisis meeting they're going to have uh, a month from now, uh, uh, up until and after the Flash. <laughs> but DJ, can you tell me, Jana? Maybe you could tell me. Could somebody tell me? Anybody? Anybody out there? Could somebody tell me what this? What actually is happening? You guys are unclear too, right? Yeah. On like, yeah. what it's, are there's new, there's new people in we charge. Can say what we want, but yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah, there's you new, don't know. There's new people okay. in charge, and they're like, 
And there, that's the question they're asking. What's ha- what's happening? <laughs> what's, yeah. what's what's going on? What are you guys but doing over there? This was like a kind of a non-announcement. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just I. My impression is like, hey, the fucking DC. The, you, Roxy, you had the show. This DC movie news fucking hits. You know what I mean? The, these this these reports of like, uh, what's going on over there? Do well. So let's do one of those. My DC movie news text thread was blowing up yesterday. Like, we got to get back together just yeah. to do one show on this. And that's when I started reading, looking into it. And I was like, I don't know that I have an opinion. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. And I think that's actually not a bad position to, like, yeah. withhold up an opinion until you have more information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bad thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're going to go on a quick ad break. And then we will be back to talk about Fantastic Beasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are back. <sighs> and we were talking about Fantastic Beasts. Right off the bat, we have a question from Brenda from the Discord. If you guys want to ask questions in the Discord, you can do that at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Um, I don't know if this has come up before, but uh, were either of you uh, uh, big Harry Potter fans as kids? Um, if so, how has your relationship with the franchise changed and were you already growing out of it when all the controversy started? And Jane, I actually want to start with you because I don't, yeah. uh, I know, I know where the community we grew up in, let's say had a complicated relationship with the Harry Potter books. Yes. And so I don't, rem- I don't actually remember where, where you fall on all that stuff. Were you, were you a Harry Potter fan at all? Yeah. So, um, yes. Technically in my youth, but at the end of my youth. So <laughs> basically at the church that DJ and I went to, there was a person who claimed to be a former witch. Um, she then there used was. her platform God and intention damn. to sort of decry a lot of things such as D&D, Mag- Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Pokemon, I think Lord of the Rings, which is the silliest one, and also mm-hmm. Harry Potter. So my parents. Sorry, I have very- follow-up questions. <laughs> Go for what? it. So, so this person at your church, like, stood up in church one day and was like, "I was a witch, and as a former witch, these are the things I know. These are things that I know for a fact are evil and demonic. I know for a fact that D and D is evil and demonic. <laughs> I know for a fact that Pokemon, because I'm a witch, and we use Pokemon cards to cast spells. I don't are know. Are you what allowed to have witches in church? Is that like normal? I she don't- repented. See. Yes. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Wow, that's this is amazing. I found you. It's fascinating. What this is incredible. So, so people believe her mostly in the town. Yeah, I mean, like she said, she was a witch, so obviously she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. So it was like it was very like here. Yeah, it's just like a person basically like getting some fifteen minutes of fame in our in our inner church is kind of big. So like you know like they got she got some 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 attention and. It's kind of big, like thousands of people. Uh, How big was yeah, hundreds. It wasn't. We weren't the. We saw ourselves as the little guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but it definitely influenced like a lot of parents' decisions yes. to decide what they, to expose their kids to. So I actually got into Harry Potter because of a different person in our church who I carpooled with, yeah. who was like, like it's fine. And so I would like read on, um, in like our drives. Like I would just like start reading it. And so I did get into it about age 17. So, um, so that was when I started uh, reading it. I read all the books. Um, I think the seventh one had not come out yet. So that one was like kind of a big event. Um, so it came out like while I was, had, had become a fan. So yeah. I got to read that one. And um, I was pretty into it. I had a friend in um, back in Florida, you know, where I lived. Uh, that was like my writing partner. And like, we would talk a lot about Harry Potter because it was just like a mutual interest. Yeah. So I, well, it was something I was like pretty uh, invested in for a while. Um, I remember like, so like the fantastic beast one came out. Right. So I saw that and I remember going like, Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, then the cursed child book comes out and I read it. And I'm like, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> and so there's already like this level of like pre pre anything on JK Rowling's and well, 
I guess to include her, she was making like weird tweets, like, you know, they shot themselves and then magic the way the shit. And you're like, that's weird. Yeah. Why are you saying this? So there was a level of like me starting to, I guess I would say it's the same thing that I feel like towards DC, right? You know, where it's like, okay, like the quality is getting worse. Yeah. So I'm just like not as invested in this. Yeah. But then JK Rowling couldn't shut up. So yeah. we can talk about that later. But I want, you know, I want to give the other people a chance. To yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, it, it is weird how uh you do get rumblings like it doesn't it's like there's there's signs there, where there's smoke there's fire i guess like wait a second mm. hold on something's happening uh roxy what your history with the the harry's of potters so i i don't know if you've noticed this in our four years of doing this <laughs> show together dj i have movie amnesia <laughs> i like don't movies do not stick with me the way that tv shows do yeah this will come up all the time where we'll be talking about like I watch all the Lord of the Ring movies. I don't know any of the characters. I don't remember what happened yeah. the other day on air. It came out because I had to be explained. Like I didn't know. I don't. I didn't even know. I didn't know anything. Yeah. I saw them all though. I saw all of the Harry Potter movies and I read book one and two. Um, and I my i know i saw them all because i called my brother to confirm and he was like no i because my brother's uber nerd big harry potter fan he's like we sat down we watched each of these movies we've seen them multiple times and yet i was at harry potter land is that what it's called sure the wizarding world, Wizarding world of harry potter. yeah 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 oh she's got to get a charger it's within arm's reach hold on she, <laughs> she can do it we harry believe potter. in her yeah we do we believe in magic yeah i was at harry potter land Wizarding World, and I said to them, something happened where I was like, it's amazing that Hermione and Harry were so cute. Mm -hmm. And they were like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Like, my friends were like, what? And I was like, they were so cute. And mm -hmm. I just rewrote that they ended up together. Mm -hmm. Like, I I didn't, I don't remember things. So yeah. I can, I'm going to tell you, I love Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Because I love magic mm -hmm. and I really like, I loved Hogwarts and I loved Quidditch and like, I loved watching these movies. I thought it was so fun, uh, but I don't, I would not say, sit here and tell you I'm a super fan because yeah. if you ask me what happened, if I quizzed you I on am, it, I'm clear. I don't know what happened. Well, and, and it's funny. I think this is part, that's a good segue into Fantastic Beasts. Just to, just to answer the question is I, I grew up really enjoying the books and I think it was around the fourth one that things started to get kind of controversial. And also the books started getting longer. And that's why I stopped. Uh, DJ, if I remember correctly, were you, a, maybe I'm misremembering this, but were you allowed to read like the ending part of book four? There, there was a part, I think it was the part where um, uh, Edward Cullen, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson gets yeah. killed. There was like too dark. Too dark. Like like, the, I, think I remember there was like two chapters. Yeah, like, something like that. I was skip those and then, and then did like they read it first. Yeah, my my. Oh no! Yeah, guys, I'm causing a ruckus. <laughs> She's causing a whole scene today. Yeah. So so uh, uh, yeah, my parent my parents did like like screen stuff, especially when I was younger, and like it wouldn't have been a problem because there was a there was a gap between books. It wouldn't have been a problem around the time book five came out. But then I saw the size of it. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't. That's all right. I don't need to. I don't. Uh, uh, and then, and then later, so you stopped reading after four. Yeah, I stopped reading after four, and then before all the uh, uh, J.K. Rowling stuff. But like, was it before Fantastic Beasts? I don't know. Somewhere in the in the past few years, uh, my wife between one and two Fantastic Beasts one and two. Yeah, maybe my my wife was a, is a huge fan of the franchise. She loves all the magic stuff, and so we got the full collection. And, I, and I'd never seen the movies. I'd never seen the movies until adulthood. Um, and so we 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 like binge them all. And I'm like, oh, I get it. These these are fun. These are good. These are uh, the like especially three. I think three and five and the last one are were the were my favorites. I'm like, oh, these these are pretty good. I, I get the I get the appeal. But to your point, Roxy, of forgetting things, um, uh, watching this movie, like there's a whole character, like Newt Scamander's assistant. I'm like, has she been in a movie? I don't know. I don't. I do not. I do not remember. And after the movie, I, I think my wife's used to like when we go to these genre movies. Even though she's like the bigger Harry Potter fan, she's like, what about this? What does this mean? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Is this the strange person related to the other the strange person? I couldn't tell you. Uh, they mentioned a character whose sister died, and the and I presume the last movie. Don't remember. I have no. I I have I all I remember is the feeling leaving the second Fantastic Beast movie which was 
woof. That was that was the feeling I had. Yeah. I remember that too. But to I be just... fair, I think that most people, or at least like the majority, have Roxy's experience with the Fantastic Beast movies. Yeah. I think most people just kind of come over like, I don't know who any of those people were. Yeah. That animal yeah. was cute. Also, also, we're this is our segue right into Roxy and my spoiler-free thoughts. We both saw it earlier in the week. Uh, we'll keep our thoughts spoiler-free. But I do, I, I feel like there has to have been a conversation between the Fantastic Beasts franchise and the Harry Potter franchise where they're like, we got to stop using animals for like all our security systems, right? Because that one magizoologist is able to escape all our traps because he's able to talk to animals or whatever. So we got to cut it out. It's, it's, we just use animals for way too many things. We use animals to choose our presidents. We use animals to, it's just too, it's, it's too easy to circumvent. <laughs> yeah. I really, really want to see the behind the scene footage of some of that though, with no animals there and how they are. Like there's this one scene, this is no spoilers, but where Mads Mickelson is holding an animal Yes, and like really holding that animal. Yeah. And I'm just the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, What's he really got in his arms yeah. right now? Also, like, what is he holding? Because the way that it was, too, I was like, you just know I, I would be kicked off of set. I mean, I'd be hysterically laughing. Like, what is it a jar of peanut butter? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you got going what on? What do you got there? going on there? Also, uh, I'm I'm not gonna get in all the drama. I just will say Mads Mickelson, an incredible trade up from from Johnny Depp. Uh, and also the movie does well, not address it. In this. He, no, yeah. no. <laughs> But as a performer in this, I thought he was excellent. I thought he's that just so he, good. I just, I yeah. just think he's fucking great. I love him and everything. Also, uh, uh, Jude Law, uh, handsome boy. <laughs> They're all hot. You know, you know who I really, really dug. Um, who I don't remember seeing in any previous movie, but might have been in all of the previous movies. <laughs> and I don't know his name. Um, the the brother Theseus. of New Theseus. Theseus, man, that guy is dreamboat. Yeah, my wife had the same reaction. Like that guy was pretty handsome. I was like, I agree. <laughs> is he in the other two movies? I think the it's previous one. one. He might be in two. I think he's. I think he's in two. He kind of has a big role in this, and I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. So he's I think great. just also to to um, before we move off of the animal thing, uh, I will also say spoiler free. This movie also has the most horrific thing I think I've ever seen in any of these Harry Potter movies to the point where I'm like, how the fuck is this PG-13? Because this is do you know what I'm talking about, Roxy? Is it related to what I was just talking about? No, it's related to the when they when they let's I'll put it this way they go into like a holding cell situation and there's a there's a classic monster involved and when we see what the monster does to prisoners I'm like how the fuck is this PG thirteen this yeah, is yeah, dark I, as fuck <laughs> that was wild I still have logistic questions about the, the sure little, yeah yeah sure sure yeah, yeah. logistic <laughs> questions I just have logistic questions period uh and that gets yeah. to to my overall spoiler free thoughts is I don't know I think this movie is better than two I don't know that this franchise has justified its existence like I don't it just it feels like well we have this brand like like when you get to the the premise of the story of this movie this is how Grindelwald ran for president and i'm like i don't for magic president i don't care about i don't why is this this isn't i thought there was a big war involved with the guy like every time we talked about him in the past it was like a big war situation why are we telling the story I, like the whole movie i'm just sitting there going like why are we doing this i think that you had a very similar feeling to everybody else because i think most people going into this movie um without giving any spoilers most people going into this movie were under the impression that this could possibly be the final movie even though there are two other movies and so they were expecting a big showdown movie yeah because um, the, is- just to just to the my understanding is the the plan was these are five movies and then mm-hmm. warner brothers i think had the sense was like well let's see how this one does <laughs> yeah um, so this didn't end up being a big showdown movie. It's a lot of other things, but it's not like it's definitely not the ending of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And but I, who has no knowledge of anything and was not expecting that, had a ton of fun in this movie. I really liked it. I thought that it was by far and away the best of the Fantastic Beast movies. I liked sure. one fine. I thought two was horrible. Don't remember yeah. anything about it, but just remember sitting in the theater and thinking like, this might be the first movie I ever walk out on. Yeah, I don't it's, it's want tough. to be here. I it's don't want to be here. Like genuinely, I, you know, when you start disliking a movie, but you're a filmmaker. So you start to be like, 
okay, let me find the things I'm enjoying right now. What is working? Let me look at the top One left piece. corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, and you literally go through every inch of the screen and you start, like, I was having a major how do I survive the next two hours moment in, in the second movie. Yeah. The third movie, I don't know whether it's because I already decided that I don't care about this franchise at all that allowed me to have some fun with it or whether it was because I, I genuinely really like magic and action and there was a lot of magic and there was a lot of action. And I was like, that's cool. Uh, and we we did spend so – it was such an ensemble movie yeah. that anytime I would get – I never got sick of anybody yeah. because it's not like the whole time we're just on Newt or the whole time we're just on Grindelwald. You know, we keep bouncing. So I really liked it. I, I don't think I could sit here and tell you – why this franchise deserves to exist, Mm -hmm. you know, to answer DJ's question. I don't think I have an answer to that, but I definitely enjoyed this movie. I, I couldn't help, but every time Ezra was on screen, on screen, on screen, (laughs) be thinking about like, Oh boy, we are in a a tough position here. Yeah, And and he seemed super checked out. (laughs) And also this was by far and away Ezra Miller's worst performance I've ever seen. Yeah. And that was a bummer because I'm like, they're clearly struggling right now, yeah. regardless of everything else. We heard all those rumors about the flash set as well, where they were just not, not okay on set. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here uh, justifying anybody's actions. I'm just saying that I was the only person who was on screen that was pulling me out of the movie was Ezra Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we got rid of Johnny Depp. <laughs> we made the yeah. right call. I got rid of Johnny Depp. Yeah, totally. Um, um, yeah. And I, I yeah. think that, uh, I, yeah, I just thought that some of the characters were really fun and I was rooting for a lot of them. I really liked, I really liked the, I don't, again, don't know if this person was in previous movies or not, but the witch that we introduce in this movie. Um, Sorry, I pulled all the info, so I have that. Are you talking about Jessica Williams playing Laylee Hicks? Yeah, I am. Re- replacing, am. Re- uh, functionally replacing uh, Catherine Waterston, uh, who uh, just noped her way right out of this franchise. Just like, no, thank you. <laughs> Well, that was because of J.K. stuff, right? I have no idea. But uh, we're a little unclear as the exact timeline, but that actress has explicitly come out and said that she does not like J.K. Rowling's stances on. Good uh, for her. I huh. respect that. She's probably the only like actor, like well, Eddie Redmayne is kind of yeah, done stuff, but like I'm saying, yeah. like actively working that has like directly said. We're good. not sure if it was before or after, but whatever. Yeah, time I, I say I don't know anything good. about. <laughs> I don't know about anything about Catherine. I don't. I didn't remember her in the movie, but yes. that it sounds like she's a cool person. Mm-hmm. But what I do will say is that I really like Jessica Williams, who comes over from Two Dope Queens, and I think that um, that was a pretty awesome storyline for all of the shitty things J.K. has done. Apparently, Jessica Williams was a massive um, J.K. fan prior to knowing anything like in in the way that anybody who was a kid growing up was and like met her at a bar and came running over to her and jk liked jessica's energy and was like i'm gonna put you in one of my movies one day or something and then that ended up being how this all happened so and she's uh, cool in it yeah i thought she was really cool i've again zero uh love for jk rowling i think she's low-key a pos but jessica williams was really good in this movie and i was excited to see um her just like in all her witchy glory black girl magic just fucking beast on people so that was fun so in um the discord leonard kim says uh i have enjoyed the first two fantastic beast movies but the general consensus seems to be that people are disappointed uh would you want wdb to remain in the era pre harry potter or go to an era post harry potter uh maybe exploring the next generation of wizards while focusing on harry and Ginny's kids um uh, in regards to Secrets of Dumbledore, what character stood out to you? I think Roxy just said hers, which was Jessica uh, Williams' as Laylee Hicks. Um, I would probably point out um, uh, uh, Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore. He's good, and he's good to look at, and he's he's just a charismatic, good actor. He's just good at what they do. And uh, as far as characters, like- that, actors that stood out, Ezra Miller stood out, uh, but not <laughs> for a good reason. And also, I... I believe earlier i just said he they do use they them pronouns i'm sorry i keep messing it up i think it's because they play care they like barry allen and this character and but i apologize for messing that up i Um, i think that my favorite stuff is hogwarts 
Well, so, and that's the thing is, so Harry Potter has a very clear, we're at the school, that's our setting, and we're going with these characters through the years they grew up. There, there's a natural arc there. We're, we're on Harry's journey. It's his hero's journey, but it's also his growing up journey. These movies don't have any of that. We're barely at Hogwarts. Newt's an adult, and he's not, these movies aren't changing him in any way. Like, it doesn't seem like he even really cares too much. Like, he's sort of like, oh, gotta go do this. And also, I find Newt excruciating to watch. Like, I don't, I, sorry, Eddie Redmayne, I, I, Newt just bothers me as a character. Like, I don't like spending time with him. It, um, it, it's a we. it's an interesting choice that they made. I remember reading an article about the decision that they made to put him on the spectrum, and that's like the lack of eye contact and all of the things that are happening. But, um, I don't know why I'm with you, DJ, that like he's not resonating with me and they're never speaking about those things. So I don't know why certain decisions were made to bring like light to different kinds of people, which would be great if we were actually addressing any of that. But yeah. instead, he's just one of the main ways for anybody who's ever taken any kind of acting class, like one of the main ways that you connect with other performers is through eye contact. Yeah. and. This is a character that we've decided does not make eye contact with anybody. And, but then we, nobody addresses that and we don't talk about it. And we're not talking about his lack of connection with people. And, and, and so, or, or whatever it is that they're trying to portray, we're, it's never spoken about. So instead, we just have a main character that I'm like, I don't get. I don't get you and I want to, but I don't get you. And the movie is not doing you any favors to try and make us, um, relate or connect in any way so let's go on a quick um uh i i agree roxy i agree uh but let's go on a quick uh ad break uh and then when we come back we're gonna uh go jump off that question some more and talk about the potential future for this franchise When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. I want to jump off Leonard's question, Jaina. Mm-hmm. What is there? Is there any future? And I'm not talking about. Obviously, there's a future for this franchise as long as it makes money. The business side mm-hmm. of it, yes, they understand that. As far as like fans that might be conflicted with the J.K. Rowling of it all, um, uh, and for those that I don't know, if you've been listening to the show, we've talked about it. Um, in the past few years, she, J.K. Rowling has become viciously transphobic. Um, I have since learned that I guess uh, uh, the U.K. has a, a thriving turf community <laughs> uh, that apparently she is a, a part of. Um, and so it's like, I feel like there's a lot, it's, it's similar, they're different, but there's similarities, I feel like, between the Joss Whedon and the Buffy situation where, where Buffy and Harry Potter mean a lot of positive things to a lot of people, and this creator is a no good, uh, not good person. No good Nick. No good Nick, but also, you know, like, like uh, in this movie, like in credits, like J.K. Rowling's, like her story, she wrote it, her fingerprints are on this thing. She is at the premiere. She is taking pictures. Yeah, it's like there's not you can't it's it's hard to separate this art from the artist. Is there something they can do is and also as somebody that read the books and 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 enjoyed them, is there something you would like to see? Okay. Yes, this is a very um very complex question. So so I think the first thing that I want to say is, you know, everyone here is an adult and I assume the majority of people, you know, watching you are adults and even the people that are teens can still think for themselves. So yeah. this is a decision that, you know, I think people need to come to um, on their own as to what they can do. Um, I do think that a lot of the times people who do still support um, stuff like this, I think it's based on, I would say two factors. I was thinking about this when you asked me, you know, to be on this, the show. Yeah. Um, so I think one factor is just not really understanding the extent of like what she, she does mm-hmm. um, and like how it affects people, especially if it's like not, someone that maybe you have maybe you don't have any friends that are like maybe you you support trans people but you just don't really know any trans people yeah so like there are examples of like recent like very like like a week or two ago she was even seen you know she has a bunch of pictures where she's hanging out with these 
uh, other women, and they're all from a hate group. Like they're literally from a hate group yeah. who have said, um, they've said words that I can't even, I don't even think I can say on this because of like demonetize you or whatever, yeah. but um, basically about trans people. So, um, so that's like, you, like, and she's also, um, she's also another thing that I just want to quickly say is like, she's, she's promoted this doctor who's transphobic, but also like the doctor claimed to have worked for this clinic. And then when people ask the clinic, they're like, this guy never worked for us. So like, she's yeah. promoting liars too and charlatans. Yeah. So she is causing harm demonstrably. And she is active and she's also actively involved in this franchise. She is, like you said, the writer. So this yeah. is something that's very important to keep in mind is that like, she is, she, her hands are like tied in this. It's not like she made it. It's not like Stan Lee where like, made the series and other people are, are working on it. Yeah. I think that would be a very different conversation. So that's one thing. The other thing is I think nostalgia. And I think um, even the DC conversation that we had earlier, I think is really important. I think it, it can also tie into this. I think nostalgia blinds people in some ways. <gasps> no. Something, yeah, right. And so I think this is something to, to really keep in mind that like, you know, something in your childhood will give you good feelings. That thing's still there. You can go back and read the Harry Potter books. You can go back and watch the Harry Potter movies. Great. But there's a person like like there's a franchise now that's that's not doing so great. Um, that's written by a person who has become pretty, you know, vitriolic, um, and is actively like working against uh, a very vulnerable mi minority group. And it's like there are ways to still enjoy it without having to sort of like resurrect a corpse and like parade it around. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. So is there is there something? So you mentioned the Stan Lee situation. <clears throat> And this is not me. This is not me trying to. Uh, I, I've enjoyed the, some of the Harry Potter movies, uh, and I appreciate the the positive things they've done for people. But I also don't. I personally don't care if it goes away. Uh, so this is more. This is more of a of a just a. I'm just asking the questions, kind of a thing. Hmm. You mentioned the Stanley situation. If this was a situation where Warner Brothers, who I don't know whatever deal they have with jk rowling but let's say it's like most creator deals where they could be like bye bye uh uh we will give you a paycheck but your name's not on this anymore if they let's say they were to do that mm -hmm. um like i think i think mm -hmm. I, I, like the harry potter game that, that's in development right. that, that it, all by all appearances she does not have much involvement in or like they were to make an hbo max show that it's set in the harry potter world but beyond that she doesn't have any involvement does that and like you said, everybody has to make their own decisions. But but for you, do you think that changes the equation at all? The more distant it would be from her, the more I might be like interested in it. But yeah. um, I don't know, like because there's also I'm also thinking like if Warner Brothers like did oust Rowling, she would of course make a big stink about it. She would on Twitter, and then like and the she'd fans become a martyr still, online. And the <laughs> people who still follow her because of her personality would like then they wouldn't want to watch it. And then I don't know how many people would be like, yeah, now let's go. Like how many people who are opposing it for moral reasons yeah. would they like all like want to come back probably not so it's probably like not even a good move financially for them to even do that yeah. um i mean but when does finance and morals ever like you know <laughs> line up <laughs> never really but that, it's a great question and i think um i still i think i've made like for me i've made my piece that like i just really I got what I got out of the Harry Potter franchise. There are other franchises out there. I can enjoy other magical worlds. I'm really into Elden Ring right now. Yeah. Um, I think also that I feel more of a soft spot for the movies because there's a lot of really cool people that worked in them that were not her um, that are still like being awesome today. And I, I feel really good about, and I think there's like a lot of iconic moments from the movies, like a lot of really quotable lines. So so like I feel like I have if I want to engage in Harry Potter I can, yeah. like there's it's still there, I don't you know like I don't I don't need my I think like any person who feels compelled to make their entire personality around one franchise like you know like maybe try another franchise like yeah. you can still like that but you can like some other stuff too and like there's other stuff and maybe you'll even see some some ways in which the franchise wasn't like the most perfect franchise ever because I think there's this sort of idea that like well it was the best franchise as a kid. So that means it's the best franchise ever. Well, it's not the best franchise ever. It never was the best franchise ever. Even the first book is pretty flawed. Yeah, and I'm not. I am not the the best person for this because I'm not the most literate. Uh, no, but uh, but I guarantee that there's other young adult magical mm -hmm. world fantasy out there that is probably pretty gosh dang good. I care. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. Uh, so we could give 
some of those people a shot uh maybe and 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 uh we we talked a little bit about this before the the show went on i do not know that this would change the moral equation in any way but it is even harder to justify when the mo- like i of the three of us roxy you are the most you like the movie the most and you and it seemed like your praise was it was fine <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm not like attached to these movies in any way i am i don't think for whatever reason, their creator agreement with JK seemingly is very different than uh, the pretty much we've had in the past. anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Warner Brothers wanted to ditch her. I do not think that they could continue to make these movies. That is my understanding. Yeah. Um, it, and I, I think the ideal situation would be obviously that we just she goes away and yeah. they can take over creatively and financially and she does not profit from these but that's not what's happening i am i don't know uh how legally or logistically it works like if you are involved in something but then you are found guilty of a crime versus like uh you are a bad human being versus you know yeah. i just don't, i don't know how all of it works I do think that it is really jarring when we see her, though. Like when when I was watching the Harry Potter special, was that what it's yeah. called? You, you guys know what I'm talking about the HBO Max special thing. Yeah. And she's being interviewed, and I'm just fasting forward through her parts because it's like I don't care what you have to. Say. I understand you're the creator, but I'm not going to sit and listen to you because yeah. I, you spew bullshit. So yeah, and it's and it's so strange. And again, I, I, it connects with me to the uh, different situations, but but uh, the Joss Whedon situation where you, like there there are elements of this movie. There's some prob- problematic elements. There's a little bit of um, Orientalism at the end. We go to this like one of those classic like the the city on the, the the city on the hill kind of a thing with with uh um uh i don't know where it's supposed to be set but it's it's clearly like for those that like genre fiction what was the place in iron fist roxy the the uh where he's supposed to get the iron the iron the iron fist the uh the magical land all i keep thinking is the circle i don't know where the, the hand the fist yeah the, where, the yeah where i can't remember off the top of my head but like nanda parbat yeah, yeah, all those yeah, stuff yeah. there's very much vibes where like oh i thought we'd stop doing this but okay i guess we're doing it again what was that place called but it is it is oh. weird that like the the also worth mentioning uh, Grindelwald's whole bit is like uh, only magical blood, and we're like bad Grindelwald. But then, like literally every hero character is like, "Wow, poor, that's a good bloodline. That's an important bloodline." It's like, "Well, okay, Grindelwald didn't come out of nowhere. Okay, you all are way too into each other's bloodlines." Um, There's some interesting themes that could be explored here. That like she's just unironically like not. Even yeah, not what. Well, yeah. But there's, there's parts of the movie where it's but it's talking about accepting people and all that stuff. And then you just think about this the 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 stance this person has taken, and it's like I don't know how your brain does that. And to your earlier point, Gina, it's not just like she's being a jerk. Like she's she's doing harm like you, you look a lot a lot of the 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 uh, not that she's directly involved with this but she's part of the rhetorical storm you know with a lot of the the legislation that's coming coming through um, and if i can actually step in real quick right here please it is the correlation is very strong that when she came out publicly as transphobic that is like right at the start of when everything started getting really bad for trans people yeah it is very like like the timelines like sync up perfectly yeah so and, there's a massive coincidence or a billionaire was able to like use her influence for bad reasons. Yeah. And it's, it, what were you going to say, Roxy? It just reminds me a lot of, um, obviously it's a little different, but it reminds me a lot of the Mel Gibson situation for Jews, where it was right when he started coming out as being like, as not believing mm-hmm. the Holocaust happened, where there was so much anti-Semitism around and so much support for him at the time. And I, I, he's not um, as big of a creator as she is, obviously. Yeah. But I totally, um, I, I, I feel for any marginalized group of people who has a fucking hater out there that yeah. people root for and love and support and idolize because I don't know as a society how we get, how do we get rid of that? Like, yeah. if you are not a good person, you, how do we not continue to make you profit even if you've made a good product? Yeah. I don't I don't know what the it's an unjust world unfortunately and I I think like there is a level where like yeah like she did make a good product and she did she does deserve to be paid for that um but like like kind of kind of 
Yeah, but like that doesn't mean she's right. But does she? Like, uh, it's it's so much bigger than she is. So Mm -hmm. I guess you are right legally, Mm -hmm. but the word deserves. It's like well, and then there's there's the added layer of like, listen, this woman is doing really bad stuff. So instead, I want that money going to this big soulless corporation. It's like, oh, so we're, it's a lose-lose we're talking about here is what we're saying. Right, but she she withheld the truth. And she was the same person when she was creating this stuff. And had she been open about who she was when she was making this product initially, it wouldn't have received the support it did. Yeah. So it's on false pretenses that we all supported what she made uh and i think that that's where i'm like this is not somebody who was openly a fucking turf for years and then created harry potter and we're all like yes harry potter this was somebody who pretended to be somebody who was about love and told storylines of people who were different and it's okay to be different and be you and then came out and had so much hatred in her heart after we had been invested in her for over a decade. So it's, it, it doesn't feel like somebody who, if you, if you are who you are from the beginning and you make a product and you make money off that, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. you you lied about who you were. And there's actually a really good support for that, Roxy. Um, there's a creator, Sean, um, on YouTube, S-H-A-U-N, I think, because um, there's like five different ways you can spell Sean, mm-hmm. uh, who did a video on Harry, uh, going through the Harry Potter uh, series. And he points out like warning signs. Yeah. And I think like that this is, again, like nostalgia blinds, you know? And so it's like this idea that like, like she has a character, Rita Skeeter, who is like kind of like a trans caricature. If you look at her, there, she has um, characters that exhibit pretty racist ideas. And a lot of the, this idea is like, she was progressive for the nineties, mm-hmm. but we're in 2020 now. Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, and I'm also one of you know, those things where the, the seeds were there, but uh, then the, although the, that bank account swelled up and then, and then it's, it's the same thing. Like, I don't know if Dave Chappelle uh, from a couple years ago is transphobic, but then he makes a couple jokes and then he decides, well, people are challenging on this. And instead of like examining myself, I'm going to triple down on this. And and now, and now he, you know what I mean? Like now that's where we're at now. Choices were made and we can't go back. Um, and this also goes back to I think the 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 creator I respect most. Um uh Jane, it was Bill Watterson that created Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah, had he the common great. sense to revolutionize the industry he was in, and then he fucked right off. And then he was like, Cool, I'm peace out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do any branding for this shit. I'm not gonna and I just I just really I don't know if I have that integrity. Close second is Alan Moore, where it's just like mm. I'm gonna make what I'm gonna make. Uh, you better take my name right the far. Uh, Zack Snyder's gonna make a fashion version of my mo- of my story. Fuck right off. Take my name off that thing. I don't want it. the money. Money you were gonna give me. Give it to my co creator. I don't want anything to do with that. It's like I respect that. I don't know if I'd have the balls to do it, but I respect it. <laughs> I wish. How do we get J.K. to do that? Just fu- just. There was I don't so, want just my keep- name on that, and I don't want your money. Take yeah, yeah. the product. <laughs> take the product. She's uh, she exhibited a, a trend of never ever backing down mm-hmm. on anything ever. I know. So it's some people you just can't reach. I know. And I don't understand. I I wish that somebody could explain this to me too. Like why, if those are your thoughts, and I'm not saying you're a better person if you have those thoughts and you don't say them out loud, because if they're your thoughts, those are your thoughts. But why is she so vocal? Like, why can't she shut the Mm. phone off? Great question. Um, Something that I was even thinking about recently, like she has never, now if she has some identity that she's not revealed to us, fine but like as far as i'm aware she has never once like identified as any form of lgbt identity so it's like this is not even her fight right right. um and so it 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 appears that yeah it's like why is she so vocal it it kind of seems like bigotry is the only answer that we can come up to come to it's like why are people so anti-immigrant yeah they're like they're not even affecting you it's bigotry you know it's like at, at the end of the day like um it just seems like there's 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 a level of like where you get to the point where when you're invested in an ideal that like this group is superior to another group you just can't see anything else other than that i think it's because she's not being negatively impacted and if we figured out a way to negatively impact somebody who is full of hate then maybe they would stop 
even if they didn't change their ideals, maybe the the point isn't to change how she thinks because we're clearly not going to do that. But the point is so that she shuts up long enough so that she doesn't convince other people that she's right. Like we don't want her being the leader of, of a group of hate. So it's like, how do we, how can we, how do we shut somebody up? And, uh, and we I, haven't figured that out. I think to your Mel Gibson example is like I don't know that he created any of those people. It's just those people uh, weren't talking, and then he started talking. And it was like, well, maybe now it's okay. And it's like, don't don't do that. And um, I would like it if if everybody would look at the situation and be like, it doesn't matter whether I feel like this impacts me or not. I, I need to support my fellow human beings. Um, that is my ideal world. But beyond that, as a, on, on a pragmatic level, if you're sitting here going, well, I don't really care if she's transphobic, un- understand that these things, these legislations, this, these attacks on marginalized communities don't stop there. That is a, that is a way for these, these groups to, to mobilize their base um, and uh, uh, do more and more harm to more and more people. I don't know that that, that should be part that shouldn't matter. You shouldn't want anybody to be unfairly uh, maligned or hurt or attacked. But beyond that, it, w- it, it, it is only a matter of time for this stuff to grow. It is, it is, it is it's already doing it. Yeah. And it's homophobic pushback has already increased because after the transphobic. Yeah. And so it's one of those. So where people are like, I listen to this show for, to hear you talk about superheroes and stuff. Why are you talking about this? Because it affects, it affects us. Uh, uh, it's it's scary, and so if J.K. Rowling's allowed to get out there and spread all this hate, we should be allowed to get out there and be like, no, no, thank you, I don't, <laughs> I don't want that. Uh, let's take care of each other, uh, and especially to your point, Jaina, at the at the at the basis level, it doesn't affect it, like it, this situation affects you, but for like people like me, it, if somebody like me could be like, well, that doesn't affect me. It's like exactly. So just let people be. Just let it doesn't it doesn't affect you. Just let people be. <laughs> Nobody's right. hurting you. Nobody's coming after you. Nobody's targeting you. It doesn't matter what the what the the manosphere says online. Nobody's coming for you. You're fine. <laughs> so ch- just chill out and let people live their lives. And if somebody is trying to keep somebody from living their life, just living their life, not hurting anybody. Consensual adults doing consensual adult things. That person's a bad person. <laughs> Make right. those people stop. This is exactly my question about J.K. DJ. That's exactly what I keep thinking about. Is like. Who's asking you? Like you just keep mm-hmm. speaking, and nobody, yeah. nobody's affecting you. You're affecting so many lives, and nobody's asking you. Like just, just. just sh- I, I think it's impossible for us to say because the human mind is a is a mystery. But also, I, yeah. to, to me, I think of all the all the all those anti-vax people, those very vocal, uh, specifically the COVID anti-vax Jana, you mentioned earlier how how jk rowling's associating with the doctors that are liars it's like well that's all the covenant like mm-hmm. you're like oh i studied here and then you look and you're like no you didn't what are you talking about you're lying but nobody checks them joe rogan doesn't vet these people um and uh, and i think it, it goes back to your point roxy of of they are in uh, a, a circle where they're getting positive reinforcement for saying these things. They're being treated as possibly heroic. Um, and us rabble who are like, you're evil, that we don't matter um, uh, to to them. And I don't know. I mean, fucking Louis C.K. is getting Grammys. I don't know what how consequences work for any of these people. Uh, I don't know what that, that world looks like. Uh, um, th- Mm-hmm. Period. I don't know. I think I did. That's the, the. I don't know what we can do about it. Bye, everybody. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, can I can I share some encouraging stuff? Please, yeah. please. Um. So we talked earlier about how Britain is uh, a, a what is it a hive of scum and villainy? Yes, uh, it's for, a haven for, for these people. people. Yeah, it is, they are they are a vocal minority. They yeah. are still they're they've done. Uh, I I've, I've read many polls in, in the past few weeks, and they are the minority, yeah. uh, especially even more so in Scotland. Um, and the thing is, they just happen to have a lot of people in power. So a lot of this is like people in power are enabling the, you know, the the few to have like the, the voice. Most, so they had this recent controversy in, in Britain about they passed a, like a bill banning conversion therapy for gay clients, but not for trans people. Mm. Um, and it's like they did polls and it's like 70 percent of people like want the ban to include trans people. But yeah. because of the the people in power don't want it then they don't, it doesn't happen. People are like, people's minds are changing. People are coming around to understanding that like trans people are normal people. And like, yeah. you're probably gonna have a friend that's trans and like, you're gonna, you know, 
or even if you don't, like you just care about people and you just want people to be happy. And so that's like really encouraging. And also like, um, it's also just fun to, to occasionally like look at uh, JK Rowling's uh, Twitter follower metrics. I mean, sure. She has spikes here and there, but she's lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and I can't imagine this movie doing well. Uh, I don't know what that looks like in pandemic well, numbers, but <laughs> have you heard about the they're pro- they're possibly halting the series after this movie? Yeah, that's that? that's what we were talking yeah. about. Is that they're kind of seeing how this one does, and it's like at the very least, I, yeah. I don't have high expectations for any corporation. Take a break, just mm-hmm. take a break. Let's just let's just pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> Let how the dust settle. Uh, too young, uh, too young. Let's so, so let's let's uh let's wrap this up. Um uh Jane, I, I appreciate you 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 uh bring up those positive things. Before we go, any any final thoughts? I think um just remembering that something I've said a, a previous time is that uh when when I was with all of us on Roxy's channel is like you know we flourish together or we suffer together yeah you know like, like you might think oh okay like a person of a different race a person of a different gender a person of a different sexuality that doesn't affect me at all you think big picture yeah. when people's rights are taken away from them well, that doesn't mean that your rights are any more secure when people that you love are having like oppression and violence towards them that doesn't make your life any better either yeah. it's like everyone you know we as a uh, as, a, as a world need to work together towards these things. And unfortunately there's gonna be people in in the way that um that are creating really good art even. Yeah. But but it it isn't, you know, like what they're doing with their fame and their money isn't always a good thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh as you mentioned with the JK Rowling situation where she's surrounded by people in power, don't think just because the marginalized community they're picking on isn't you that they're on your side because they are not <laughs> they are they are not they are on their own side um roxy final, where, where can the kid, final thoughts where can where can the kids find you um everywhere at roxy stryer um uh, my <laughs> i don't have any final thoughts i don't have any final thoughts i have positive thoughts for the world i think that the best way to fight hate is with love and uh just screaming from the rooftop so that's what i'll continue to do there you go you can find me at dj talks trash you can follow the show everywhere that matters at only stupid answers but on twitter you ain't got the vowels from stupid if you want to hear roxy and i talk about the other shows and movies and stuff that we're into i'm going to talk about everywhere everything everywhere all at once which is so fucking good uh we'll do that over at um uh, what we're into over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers jana thank you for being a part of this discussion uh and we will see you all next